Hello, it's Nicholas Sparkles of Gold. Thanks for dropping in. Feel free to subscribe, hit the thumbs up, hit the podcast subscribe. I'm trying to make it work. Let me make it work for you. I'm going to keep doing this, uh, figure my way around. Let's just jump right in here. Uh, February, I'm doing this video on the February 20th on a Sunday in the middle of the night somewhere on the West Coast. And um, I got a lot on my mind this past week. And it all has to do with Mars and Venus, which is pretty much the story in the astrological world, at least my opinion, the last so many weeks and really since last November. So we go November, December, January, we're in February, like Mars, Venus. Well, Venus is in Capricorn still. It started its transit there at the end of the last year, did a 40-day retrograde, and now it has been moving forward. Mars has been in Capricorn for a little bit now and is uh, was catching up to Venus here in the sky and did catch up and make an exact conjunction on the Leo full moon, which was last week here. Very eventful full moon, which involved the north and south node at 27 degrees, along with the full moon in Leo at 27 degrees, and the sun there. Not all candy and games, I would say. Um, I'm sure some people and many people out there have talked about like um, the Mars and Venus, you know, tension and love and together in the sky, and Mars is it's it's strong will and Capricorn and get things done, which that's true. But I really, from my own personal experience of hearing stories and even some client stuff, have uh, for months now have seen and heard a story where people have had to confront themselves of how they deal in relationships with other people or vice versa. People have come to them and had to uh, bring up stuff from the past, so on and so forth, because Venus had to go through the underworld in this retrograde and then uh, hit Pluto a couple times. Mercury was involved at some point in Capricorn, bringing things up to the surface in conversations, certain truths. If things were to be flowing correctly, maybe for some of you out there, uh, then boundaries and rules were respected because of Venus and Mars and Mercury and Pluto being all in Capricorn. If things were flowing correctly, boundaries were respected negotiations have been ongoing they're still ongoing if they weren't and the other side of this is power plays manipulation not all the truth is up hiding of the truth so on and so forth that's an interesting way to start off the recording isn't it (laughs) well i will say here when i'm doing this video on the 20th that the moon is in libra and pretty much um, is squaring Venus and Mars, 19 and 20 degrees here on the Sunday and the 20th. If you're listening to this later, like, okay, it's past, but but I want, if, if you've been into the story, look to the Capricorn part of your chart here because, and if you don't know that, you can always hit me up. I can let you know where that is in your chart for free. Um, but there's a square going on, a 90-degree angle aspect between the moon and Libra, which is trying to keep things harmonized and, and, and negotiated and so on and so forth, but really creating more tension underneath by its, its, its relationship with Venus and Mars and Capricorn here. And so there's an underlying tension happening here. Why does it matter? Well, when we leave Sunday, the 20th, and go to the 21st, that's when the moon is goes into Scorpio. So we just left two and a half days of the moon in Libra, 
which is ruled by Venus. So Venusy types of things of trying to harmonize stuff. Then we go into Monday and another two and a half days now with the moon in Scorpio, which is ruled by Mars. So you could see Mars and Venus stories going on. Another chapter in this ongoing, I don't know what to call this crazy transit of Venus and Mars and Capricorn, but uh, things are trying to be worked out. But when the moon's in Scorpio, um, you know, there's a tendency to hold cards close to the chest, uh, to kind of take uh, energy and put it internal, to hide, to protect oneself, uh, to keep it close, uh, to not expose everything. And and there's secretive things that can happen and, and underlying passion, but 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 at a different pace. Scorpio, in a sense, likes to protect itself too if it feels like it's in danger. At other times, when it feels uh, it deals with intimacy, so if things are flowing correctly, it will show its 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 uh, energy full force, right? Only if it feels like it trusts the situation. In this case, the moon being in Scorpio is making harmonious on paper, harmonious relationship uh, with Mars and Venus. Unlike the Libra lunation days before where there was tension, here's Scorpio. Now you're like, okay, that's cool, right? That That's flowing. And on paper, water likes to lap up against earth. Earth and water, they have this harmonious thing. But I, on this day, and I'm look, the chart here is for 8.50 Pacific time on the 21st Monday, but all day, and then we get to this point of 8.50-ish, there's a moon Uranus opposition. Uranus being in Taurus, moon being in Scorpio. And something gets set off emotionally here. The charge, the electrical charge, the surprise, the, the wanting to shake things up of Uranus uh, being 180 degrees from the moon and the secret of Scorpio moon. You could see now how something comes out of the surface, gets set up. You can even connect this to things in the last so many months with Mercury and, and its transit through Capricorn. And at times it hit Pluto and Capricorn where things came up to the surface in conversations or didn't. Well, these are this is a situation where there's something else that comes out. Now, if one's been living in integrity and honor, what I've been talking about in the last couple of videos, this isn't this is a good thing because things can be talked about. If one or people or a situation and so on and so forth, when it comes to relating Mars and Venus, this is where more, I think, a power play, a manipulation goes on. And if one avoids the truth or one feels like the truth is exposed and then they feel caught or, or you know, there's games being played. So many games being played with Mars and Venus under the surface. So expect some surprises here on the Monday and then into Monday night um, with the moon at 11 degrees Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus at 11 degrees. We go into the next day on the 22nd and the moon's still in Scorpio. Why does this matter? Okay, whatever. We got past the surprise. Well, there's something else here. And I, in my opinion, think at this point, the moon's at 24 degrees, applying to a conjunction with the south node in Scorpio at 26 degrees. We know that last week, the full moon in Leo was at 27 degrees in the fixed sign of Leo and the sun being in Aquarius, but was also making square aspects to the north and south nodes at the same degrees. There is a, an eclipse that happened at the end of November at the same 26, 27 degree mark. 
you could see and and north node in Taurus is ruled by Venus, the south node in Scorpio ruled by Mars. So underlying it in the end Mars and Venus are ruling the story. The moon in Scorpio now is coming to that point of 26 27 degrees later on Tuesday uh, uh, the 22nd and here is old scorpionic habits that do not function anymore and more on the the darker side of Scorpio where it comes out or it can be exposed. This is another chapter in the story that I want you to pay attention to if you've been listening or watching the videos uh, of this Venus, Mars, and Capricorn dance and relating it to the eclipse all the way back in November to the lunation of the full moon last week and even to the upcoming eclipse that's going to happen in April. First and foremost, moon applying to the south node there's some major manipulation and power game they've been played here. Secrets, um, hidden power plays. Um, sometimes I think of it as something like this where one um, goes back to old habits that relate to Scorpio stuff. So I said power and manipulation or kind of getting caught up in the passion of, of, of working something out for your own intensity, your own passion player. It, can, it's, it could be in relationships, through sex, through, through uh, vices, that one has a, this darker, seedier side of things. You know, that's fun and good sometimes, but if it's a type of story, if you're the type of person that has these degrees in your chart or your Scorpio, they can expose this. And, and do you keep doing something like that? Do you keep living that way? And the Taurus and the Taurus and Scorpios are going to have this be exposed in their life. They have been. And I'm just going to tell you, pay attention because if you think of things uh, of opportunity and coming from a place of love, then you don't have to participate or keep going back to old ritualistic habits in these parts of your charts, the Scorpio and Taurus parts of your chart. You don't have to play the games. You can make the correction and grow, or you can keep playing the games. Keep playing them because shit always comes back around in life, and astrology shows it. We're gonna we're gonna get into the next day on the twenty third, and at this point, the um, uh, the moon is in Sagittarius, and then we have another interesting chapter in the Mars Venus story in Capricorn. Now, here at this point, Neptune, which has been in Pisces and loves being there, brings its Neptunian Piscean haze and hopefulness and faith and dreaminess and place of of of, of higher love and makes a nice relationship with Mars and Capricorn. So Mars and Capricorn gets a little softened up here by, by Neptune and Pisces, and that's a good thing. And this is where some hope and faith and optimism and the dream can work with Mars and Capricorn for the dream to happen from the Capricorn part of your chart in relation to the Pisces part of your chart. It's great, huh? Yeah, well, the next day, even on the 24th, Venus is going to do the same thing with Neptune. So on paper, this can soften some of the tension up that's been happening. But me being who I am, the astrologer who I am, I also will tell you the other side of this. And this is where illusions are involved. And this is where an ongoing thing that could be happening where there's uh, not a safe container or a... Um, I should put it another way. Sometimes Neptune just brings the illusion and fog on whatever it touches. And if we're dealing with Mars and Venus, we're dealing with more relational stuff. Is it the truth? Is one being a little too hopeful? Is, is one projecting their dream on a situation that really isn't 
like there, but just for the moment it is and the romance and love and higher love thing. And, and uh, yeah, it could be, but I am always, I'm just going to warn you, it doesn't last long. Okay. And on the bigger timeline and the chapters of a story of this Mars and Venus and Capricorn dance, that goes all the way into March. Don't stay there too long because there's a reckoning that's going to happen eventually. That happens on the 23rd and the 24th. Um, we get in t- past the Wednesday, and we, uh, 24th. Uh, uh, we just talked about uh, now the sun is in Pisces at 6 degrees, and it's getting closer and closer within five days to make its conjunction with Jupiter in, in Pisces. We have a huge Pisces story building. Um, along with all this Capricorn stuff, and, and it really starts to play out in March into April. We'll get into that at another time. Um, at this point, Venus is at 22 degrees. Mars is at 23. Mars is still ahead of Venus, but Venus is starting to speed up and eventually will catch Mars and then move past Mars. And this brings up a point here that's very important. Venus or Mars has had its way applying to Venus it passed Mars or past Venus. It's ahead by degree. Okay. But it doesn't mean it's got it. It has its way temporarily. It's had its way. But I said in the last couple of videos that Mars is going to push for its own agenda, its own way of doing things. But in the end it has to negotiate and dance with Venus and they have to ha- have a harmonious relationship. So, um, this isn't going to last long for Mars. Venus is going to catch up, and Venus will have her way. Her way is always subtle and not hopefully without conflict (laughs) and basically trick Mars into doing things Mars wouldn't think they would do or end up doing. (laughs) So that's just the oldest story in our book, isn't it? Um, So, yeah, so at that point, we're at 24th on the Thursday. I'm going to look really, really quick here and make sure... There's some other aspects. Moon's always making extra things, um, uh, aspects as it always does. Uh, it being in set Moon and Sagittarius, and we're gonna just jump into the next day on the 25th. At that point, the Moon enters Capricorn on the Friday, and now soon the Capricorn Moon is going to make. And if I go a couple hours here, or go in even t- into. Um, uh, the 26th, which is Saturday, the moon in Capricorn is getting closer and closer to Venus and Mars and eventually Pluto. And another chapter in the story of Venus and Mars happens. Um, th- at the end here, um, and I'll just skip ahead. I don't want to talk too, uh, just, just pay attention. I'm giving you chapters in the story with Mars and Venus, okay? Capricorn Moon is going to bring more of like, oh, get back to the rules, get back to the boundaries, more conservative in the emotional content and the output. You know, there's a little bit of a retreat here and the adhering to a con- safe container. At least that's the way you would want it to be. Um the moon's going to make a harmonious relationship with Jupiter uh, that day on the Saturday, which is great. Um, so th- in a sense, there's things flowing that day in its ongoing story. Um, then we get to, I'll just bring up a, a transit here that happens um, pretty much. Um, let me make sure. No, I'm just going to end it there, actually. I'm going to end my podcast right there and it's recording there. Listen, I'm just going to go on a rant here, okay? 
Venus and Mars and Capricorn, in the end, are ruled by Saturn. They're, they're ruled by Saturn, who's in Aquarius right now. Mercury in Aquarius right now is slowly building up to a conjunction with Saturn. It means t- together in the sky. There's another type of, of conversation that's building that has to happen between Mars and Venus. But in the end, with Saturn, it always is karmic. Things, what comes around goes around. Things always come full circle. Has one in this Mars-Venus story that's been happening for a while now been living in integrity and honor in a place of love and compassion? Because if one has been doing that during this in their life, in the way they're relating to themselves and people, then what comes around goes around as a reward for doing the hard work. If one has been involved in the game of manipulation, not looking for balance, um, playing games, not telling the truth, uh, um, seeing a false power that I've talked about in my past videos with the Venus and Capricorn story with the retrograde and Mars triggering it, um, uh, 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 not confronting old habits that they have in relationships that, that, that at one point in the past worked, but these habits do not work anymore and feed the ego and... Um, or always creating some underlying tension in relationships or where it's not flowing and people are wondering why. Basically, manipulation. Uh, um, because one does not want to confront the darker parts of the way they relate. Everyone has this. This is a human thing. If that is the path that was being taken, then what comes around goes around is karmic. What do you really want? In relationships and, and how you relate to people. Do, do, do you want things to flow? Do you want to grow? Do you want to evolve? And, you know, we all know you do something like that or you want to. It takes work and it takes honesty and not for yourself and whoever you're relating to, to respect yourself and to respect others. However, relationships go, whether it's with an intimate other, your family, with people at your work, wherever this Capricorn story is happening in your chart, um, are, are you being straight up? I always like to end my videos talking about love and compassion. And, you know, I I really mean it. And these last several months, and, and there's been a lot that's on the table for people. And I've heard stories um in all types of ways, in all types of relationships. And where I've seen success and where I've seen hope and happiness is with honest conversation and honest um, relating, even when it's been hard, like where everything's been on the table. And that's where Venus and Mars and Capricorn can flow because there's a respect of boundaries and honoring of boundaries and honoring a slow step-by-step process and in in relating and where i've seen things aren't flowing is when there there's been a dishonesty or fear involved in 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 these situations and in the end i think as humans you you don't want to live in fear you don't want to live in manipulative games and and sorrow and pain in the end you know one's standing in that place whether they know it or not so for those who made it this far um, remember you can always change 
you can always grow. You can always try to take that higher step and come from a place of heart and love and compassion for yourself and for the people that you love. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next recording.